Hello, I'm Judith Iscariot for the news. Today, imprisoned Willie scandal maker Wilson T. Bobobones continues his sentence in jail. Bobobones, who was convicted last week of charges of being a mole for the Three Tuges podcast, has been locked away in the studio maximum minimum security prison since that time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am getting some breaking news. Uh, we go now to a cabin in the woods where there has been a outburst of gunfire. I take you now live to the scene. Hello, Judith. Uh, I'm here outside a cabin in the woods near the Stooge compound where a uh, fight has broken out. There are, uh, as you can hear behind me, helicopters and machine guns. Quite a few landmines have gone off. People have been disinterred. Apparently there were bodies in the ground and they're now just flying up into the air because people have stepped on landmines. The scene is absolute carnage, Judith. Uh, yes, and uh, tell me exactly what happened to spur this event. Well, uh, the situation seems to be unclear. However, we do know that this is only a hop, skip, and a jump from the Three Tuges recording studio, the Studio, as it's commonly known. Uh, fascinating. And, uh, any idea who is involved in this firefight? Uh, well, as you can tell from the sound of the helicopters, uh, we have uh, several government agencies in here, uh, particularly the FGO. Uh, but as far as who is in the government compound, uh, that has yet to be revealed. Die, scum! Oh, get down! Get down! One week earlier. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but pizza. Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> well, oh, well, really. well, if it isn't our good friend, Prison Tea Baboon's Farm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that's not a very nice nickname for me. Well, um, it's not very nice of you to be leaking stooge exclusive material to whoever you're passing it on to, isn't it, Wilson? But, no, I, I, I guess not, but, but I'm innocent. Uh, I'm telling you, I was wrongly convicted. I, I don't know who the ball was, but it wasn't me. Yeah, save it for the judge there, even though you've already been sentenced. Yeah, you should keep saving it for the judge, like an old piece of uh, chicken that you stuck in the fridge in a Ziploc baggie and then forgot about. <laughs> and guess what? Just like that. Your story stinks. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> well, 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 we just thought we'd drop boy over here and let you know, uh, Wilson T. It's your lucky day. Yeah, you got yourself a visitor. Oh, boy. Oh, nobody's been to see me here in an entire week. There's been nothing but you guys dropping around and Emily Dickinson coming in to play Go Fish and she always wins. Boo hoo. Well, 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 I guess you'll just have to make do with this one guess that you've got. You've got 15 minutes, so, uh, hook to it there, Wilson. Well, I'm, 
I wonder who it could be. Uh, oh, nobody's come to see me for a while. Oh my god. Wilson? Oh my god, it's so good to see you. I, I, I barely even recognize no, you. I, I don't know what Stephen you're talking I don't I know so what you're talking about. I am not Stephen P., who, whoever that may be. I, uh, I am. No, you I, are. I, no, you've I got am. A, you've got a mustache I, made of paper, uh, uh, but it's definitely you. I recognize no, you. No, I am Sven D. Millsbury is my name. Here, look at my oh. government ID that I have printed oh. out here on Manila paper. That's how they're oh. issuing them these days. Oh, well, well, I guess that checks out. Yes, and remember that I am the counsel that your family has found in order to file your appeal. Wilson P. You found my family? My dad came back from getting cigarettes? Uh, well, I, let's, let's, let, we'll get back to that. But I just have to say, we can get you out of here, Wilson. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, I've never been this happy in my entire life. Really? <laughs> I mean, we, we're not getting you out of prison yet. I mean, you're going to have to be here for several more weeks, most likely. We're just starting oh. the process. I'm, I... I don't think that we're going to make any headway well, anytime a, soon. It's a pretty low bar. My horoscope told me, set your sights low. And even if you miss, mud's not that bad. Oh, you need to get a new horoscope. And you know what? We're going to get you out of here. We're going to get you that new horoscope. I have friends in high places. So if you're worried about that, I need you to just forget about it. Oh. Can 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 you see my uh, can you see my eye closing? Yeah, you're winking. You're wink you do do you need to get some you should run some water under there. No, I I have I have mm -hmm. I have I uh, I have some eye drops. I I don't know what you're talking about, Wilson. Oh. Just yeah. trust me. We're going okay. to get you out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be back in a few weeks. Just hang tight until then. Click. I don't know why I said click. That was awfully silly of me. Oh well, I'm just gonna go back to my cell. Paprika doesn't taste it's, like it adds anything. flavor overall. It's about the no, compliments it thing. No, it doesn't. You've, no, I've never, ever once been like, what is in this? Oh, it's a paprika. Well, that's no, the point. It's, it's, it's supposed to be subtle. Dust. I don't... It's... No. Yeah, oh, Brayden. Uh, um... <clears throat> um, uh... Hello? Uh, uh hello, strangers. Uh, uh, are, are you visiting family here in custody at the, uh... Studio prison? Uh, um... Uh, no, no, actually, uh... There, I'm Brayden, this is my brother Landry. Hi. We, we run this facility. Yeah, we are the, technically and, the wardens. Um, and also, I believe we only have one prisoner. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah, Wilson T is the only one who's in there. Oh, oh, well, uh, that's, uh, that's funny. I, I, um, uh, I'm his counsel, uh, Sven D. Millsbury. Uh, I've been hired by his family uh, to oh, file his okay. appeal. Back it up. All right. Back, I, don't, back, I don't understand. Back it up here. First of all, you're wearing a trench coat, but there's only one person in there. All right. So you're not fooling anybody about the height. All right. Second, the mustache you're wearing 
totally made of paper. Yeah, like it's it's like construction paper. I can see that you tried to cut, like you couldn't get the corners very well, and you like made yeah, it all like, jagged. There's a part where you you actually glued it sharpie side out, so I can actually see the outline of the mustache that you clearly traced from another piece of paper. I I please don't talk about my mustache that way. It's just the way my hair grows. All right, uh, Landry, how, how long are we going to put up with this until we just finally tell him that we know it's him? Yeah, Stephen, Stephen P. P. Pillsbury. Uh, I, how could you tell, gentlemen? Uh, well, as we already went into great detail, there's a trench coat, mustache. Also, you have very distinctive features. The jawline is is, is chiseled, it's, if I must say. I mean, I, mean um, I think Brayden and I can both attest that when we first met you, we were like, that's a looker right there. So you stand absolutely. out. Oh, well, while I appreciate the compliment, I do say that I wish we were meeting under better circumstances, gentlemen. Yeah. Would you like to explain to us what you're doing here in our minimum-maximum security prison? Well, I can't go into too much detail, but I think it should be said that higher powers at the FGO do believe that the case against Wilson T. was shoddy at best, and that it was a a great overreach in order to convict him. And, uh... I believe that we will be using the full force of the FGO in order to appeal the decision and bring the true Stugio Mole to justice. Wilson T. is of great importance to the FGO for a variety of reasons that you may not be aware of, but... Okay, wait, wait, Brayden. We came to the minimum maximum security facility to talk to Wilson and let him know that we think the case that you presented against him wasn't actually the strongest. Whoa. and that I don't think that. You... Okay, but but we got information saying that the mole was still at large, and I just... Listen, what am I supposed to do? Turn my back on the prosecution? I gotta work with that guy. Aren't you that guy? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. (sighs) I just, I feel very uneasy about this entire situation, and I would rather work with someone to try and get something worked out to, you know... What? What, what, what was that, Brayden? Oh my god, someone just blew a hole in the prison wall. Landry! Where's Stephen P? Wilson is gone.
Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much, Ladies everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. Welcome okay, okay, to right. the studio. My name is Brayden. I am Landry. And we are so happy once again to be presenting this week's episode of The Three Tutors. Uh, With us, of course, is our band leader, Reggie the Raccoon. Get back to the Stooges. (laughs) And and Ronnie, our producer, always willing and eager to jump in and tell us to get back on track and talk to you and bring you that exclusive Stooge-related content. That's right. (laughs) Everybody loves the three Stooges and... So here we are. Landry, before we get started, I just have to say uh, I have been having such a great time recapping the Three Stooges with you these past few episodes. Yeah, it's true. You know, I've been having so much fun. We've been off for several weeks enjoying uh, uh, some well-needed personal time. Uh, You've been in your uh, in your cabins, I believe. That's right. Yeah. I have uh, I have a I have a set of cabins uh, not too far from here, uh, so I go out there. Uh, I got a lot of friends that are hanging out there with me, and you know we just have a great time. Yeah, and Absolutely. and I was out there with uh, little stragglers and Jody and uh, lots of our crew there in the audience. You can see them yeah, out there. Absolutely, there they are. Oh, hi there. How are you doing, there, fellas? Jody, it's so good to see you. Uh, Tell us, how are you doing, Jody? Oh, we're doing great. You know, I've been out for the past few weeks with Lantry there. We've been riding the rails, you know, skateboarding everywhere. And uh, we're, we've been out there grinding and ollieing and having just a grand old time. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of skateboard experience, but uh, he's been teaching me a lot. And uh, I am proud to say that I am able to now do a kick and flip. That is great news. And uh, any word on the status of your long-lost husband, Bruce Ogleton? Uh, no, not at all. I've been pretty focused on the skateboarding, but I'm hoping to get back to that pretty soon. I've just been having such a good time. All right, give it up for Jody, everybody. Uh, yeah, so Landry, what episode of Three Stooges did we watch this week? Ooh, ooh, I've, I've got a little bit of a pain in the Pullman, oh, which is the episode that we were watching uh, this week. <laughs> oh boy, I tell ya, I had such a hard time with this one. I was looking for my golden compass, my subtle knife, and my amber spyglass. Couldn't find any of them. <laughs> what a headache. Uh, Oy vey. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm sorry to interrupt this recording of your your famed Three Tooches podcast. Uh, uh, excuse me, everyone. Our our favorite sponsor, uh, Jonathan Pistola. Everyone, that's right. Give it up for Jonathan. Oh, whoops! Wrong sound effect. No, you know what, Brayden? I think that fits the tone of my visit. Oh no! While I normally like to bring glad tidings upon my uh, my visit here to the studio, because I love the show that you're producing. I just want to clarify: the last time you were here, you were demonstrating your new business called I Break You Fix, where you smash people's iPhones and you destroyed our terminal so that we didn't have any technology. Yeah, and I like I said, I like to bring glad tidings, and that kind of innovation is exactly what I Break You Fix is spearheading in the technology sector. However. I just have to say, gentlemen, I, uh, I come bearing bad news. Bad tidings? Yeah, this is bad tidings. Of bad joy. Wait, I, I'm not gonna get us off track here. P- please, proceed. Gentlemen, as you know, I first became acquainted with your, uh, podcast 
because I and my first business sponsored the show very early on, Jonathan Stola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama. And uh, while not outright controlled, I think that's a bit of a strong word, a lot of our patrons uh, do have uh, rather strong spiritual convictions, and we do try to, uh, uh, how should I say, uh, respect that upon their, uh, their attendance of our establishment. And okay, for, for for people who don't know what you're talking about, uh, Mr. Pistola here. Sorry, Jonathan. Yes, please address me by my full Christian name. Jonathan here. He runs a business called Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama, which is an arm of uh, the Church of the Sacred and Pizza. an arm. Like I said, is a bit strong. We are affiliated loosely. We have many shared resources. Uh, we use some of their facilities for some of our startup locations, and we do invite many of their board members and higher clergy to our establishments once we have closed in order for them to perform rituals and enchantments and different, you know, ceremonies of sort. But uh, we technically are separate organizations. For tax purposes? or Of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> Just going to call it right on the face there. Well, we run a clean... Tight ship here at Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama, and we want to be upfront to everyone. We keep it tight. We just want everyone to know that while there is a, a bit of an overlap in the Venn diagram of those that patronize our two organizations, there is a distinction between the two of us. As long as you don't patronize me, Mr. Pistola, I think that's going to be just fine. All right. Now, can you please explain? Did you just come here to clarify the organizational structure of your institution? Well, I think that is quite important. There is more business at hand. Many of our constituents, if you will, are displeased when you announced the uh, topic of today's recording session. While there may be many who greatly enjoy the uh, fictional antics of Larry Moe and Curly, uh, is that EY or is that just the Y? You know, we still haven't gotten to the bottom of that, actually. Okay, well, you should get on that. It's very important. Okay. okay. Um, I, I've got people, they ask me all the time, like, those those two just that you're friends with, do they, are, is that the EY or the Y that they're talking about? Because I've got feelings about one or the other, but they won't tell me which one. So I'd want to know more than you. So I'm just saying. Your friends are kind of keeping their cards close to the chest as far as the spelling of the stooge curly there. Yes, absolutely. They keep a lot of things all very right. close to their chest. It's uh, We respect people's privacy at Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama. Right. Anyway, Mr. Pistola, why are you here? Please, stop getting me off track. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. You, you keep fault. distracting me. They're not happy about pain in the Pullman. They're aware of, of previous Pullman works, and uh, I, I must say they, they don't find it respectful of their belief system. They think that you're going to go and perhaps at the end of the, the show, you're going to go stab a, a piece of pizza or something. And that type of symbolic gesture would just not be respected by the people who patronize my business. Quick point of order here. Is is stabbing pizza with like a knife or a fork not something that you would ever do in your establishment? Did you just suggest that someone might eat pizza with a fork? How dare you? I, if anything, I, we use a pizza slice to get a clean cut like a, across and divide them I mean, up like a, equally. So it's not, I'm, you're, you're more New York style, not not like a Chicago deep dish. Did you just confuse Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama with a Chicago style deep dish pizza? Uh, I, I don't think I was confusing. Have you okay. ever been to a Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama? 
Uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, Brayden, I, I think I just want to interrupt you there, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to say, Pain in the Pullman is not actually written by, I, I believe it's Philip Pullman Phillip. that you might mm-hmm. be referencing. We're going to get to that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, when, yeah, we, yeah when we yeah. actually recap the episode. But, um, yeah, yeah. All will be revealed. Yeah, of course. But f- f- fear not. But to clarify, we will not be intending to disrespect anyone's spiritual beliefs or practices in any way. This is a safe space here at the studio, and we want to make sure that all of those who join us here and enjoy our show can feel respected and uh, like they have a place here. Isn't that right, Britton? Absolutely. Yeah. Although I should say the works of Philip Pullman, not quite the atheist propaganda that you might think. Uh, upon closer reading, you realize it's more about combating, you know, dogma. Did you say uh, combating dogs? How dare you? Those innocent creatures have no idea what you could do to them. They're more scared of you than you are scared of them. And you know what? If this is the kind of programming that you're going to keep bandying about here as part of the Three Tooches podcast. No one's bandying. Nobody's bandying. I'm just saying I'm going to have to go back to the highest up, the high clergy of the Church of the Sacred Pizza. Who you don't work for, just to clarify. You know, we're close friends, though. You know, it's a give and take, but... I just am going to have to say, I, I don't think that they would be happy to sponsor a business such as Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and experience Rama that supports another business known as the Three Tuges. And if my business loses funding, then it's only going to trickle down to you fellas. Oh, okay. So you're one of those trickle down guys. This sort of like dark money funneling of things through a church to a business to sponsoring a show. This this is all very, I, I, I'm kind of uncomfortable with it. I have to say I agree. Well, I'm just saying that, gentlemen. The Church of the Sacred Pizza, and by extension, Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience Arama, and its patrons might be a little uncomfortable by this show, if you know what I mean. All right. Uh, Jonathan, we're going to have to take this under consideration. Obviously, we we wouldn't want to upset you or your um, <clears throat> constituents, as you keep calling them. So That's a technical term. <laughs> I realize it's a technical term. I'm not just not sure that you're using it correctly. We're on the cutting edge. We're on the cusp of both pizza technology and linguistic evolution. So I was I thought you were going to say that you were on the crust. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> You know what, Brayden, I got to say, this is why you got me originally. This is why yep. you got me. So I mm-hmm. Listen, fellas, I don't want to rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the don't boat, rock the boat, baby. That's, don't tip the boat over. That's what I say, you know? And I, I just come bearing bad news on behalf of all the people that I that I want to serve. I just want everyone to be happy and uh, to oh, enjoy okay. the the spoils of pizza and all of the the beautiful bounties that it can bring into your life. Whether that be all right. building one yourself or worshipping one as an all-powerful deity that you submit to every single day, three different times, and worship and believe to be dictating large forces of a mystical plane that influence this earthly one that we all exist on. But, uh, I, you know, that's, who's, who's, who's for me to say? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just coming bringing you. You know pizza. You know pizza. I, that's do, all. I know pizza. That's right. So, uh, fellas, I, just something to chew on. Uh, and if you want to chew on something else, 
Audience, come down to Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium and Experience-a-Rama, where you come inside. You talk to the hostess. He turns the stand around. You choose your table. You then take your drink order. You go to the drink fountain. You put all the glasses on that tray and carry them back to your table. You then get the order of all the ingredients that you want to bring. I hope you brought them with you. You then go back to the oven and pound the dough and toss it up into the air. Fling it into the oven. And then you start a timer. And while that's happening, you go then back to the other tables. And then you get their drink order as well. (laughs) Then you go back and make sure that the pizza comes out of the oven. You come in and you sprinkle all the toppings on there yourself. And then you bring it to your table. You then find your manager and check if it's okay to get your government mandated 15 minute break you then wolf down your pizza and chew on that as quickly as you can you go to the bathroom ever so quickly you then read the sign telling you that employees must wash hands you sing happy birthday while washing your hands twice then you go back to the kitchen and make sure that everybody's table is still has full drinks and then you follow up with them and make sure there's no other toppings that they may want You get cut early so that you can't make any more money because things aren't going too well in the restaurant. Then you do your tip out and fold up some silverware things and make sure that the busboys have those. And then you get in your 2000 Pontiac Grand Dam and drive home. And then you go home to your dark apartment and realize that your dog doesn't have food for the next morning's breakfast and you get back in your Pontiac Grand Am and go to the store. It's already 9 p.m. Then you drive across town back home. Then you drink yourself into a stupor. Then you fall asleep only to wake up realizing that you've overslept through your alarm and show up late to your shift at Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium Experience-a-Rama. These are the experiences that we are personally curating for you, and I can't wait to provide them to you. It's me, Jonathan Pistola of Jonathan Pistola's Pizzatorium Experience-a-Rama. You can visit us any night of the week, and also join me at the Church of the Sacred Pizza Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you, and pizza bless you. All right, Jonathan Pistola, everybody. Uh. Uh, All right. Landry. One little artistic note here. Um, if you could not tickle me while our guests are on, I feel like I tried. I tried to muffle the sounds of the tickling, but I, you, you've got to just keep that under control. I mean, okay, it's... because Mr. Pistola was trying to pitch his business, and we want to make sure that people go and they hear and they listen. If you if you're tickling me the entire time, it's it really just it takes it pulls focus, right? 
And we don't want to, we don't want to be doing. <sighs> Fine, I guess so. I mean, I'm just trying to make sure that our audience is having a good time. If they see us oh, laughing, we're having a good time. We're just having a good time. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I I just wanted to make sure. I know things have been a little tense lately. We just came back from vacation, and 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 coming back to work after all that time can be a little tense, especially, you know, we've been, I got to say, we've been a little short-staffed lately with uh, our good friend Wilson T. Bobones, who unfortunately, um, I don't know if the audience <clears throat> has been following the news. Um, uh, he was convicted of being a mole uh, yeah. for uh, some nefarious outside organization. Somebody. We had to throw him in jail. Uh, of course, he, he did escape. Uh, yeah. Earlier today. Yeah. And so we don't know where he's at right now. And uh, it's going to take a lot of money in order to fix the hole in the wall. So this uh, that's all I'm saying, Landry. We have got to make sure that our sponsors are happy. Yeah. You know, but, because without the sponsors, this show is absolutely. Yeah, nice, Brayden. You know? But if you remember, I mean, I think Ronnie and I are on the same page. Get back to the stooges. Exactly. Like, Brayden, we started this show to talk about. And, and and I think you, you were on the same page here. We started the show to, to bond and uh... – Sorry. <clears throat> Proceed. I just need a little Crystal Pepsi. Go ahead. Okay. Fair enough. We wanted to talk about the Three Stooges. They're what brought us together. They what brought us sure. joy. And sure, that's yeah, that's what our audience comes back for every week is is we, we do the right. recaps. We give behind-the-scenes information. We uh-huh. quiz our guests about uh, Stooge-related trivia and like that is that is the heart and the core of the show is the three stooges if we don't have that then what else is there so i i think we need to we need to make sure that we're focused and we stay on track and you know i i was what what is that get me that ticker tape oh gosh all right i need that i need that report yesterday Everyone, one of our other sponsors, Bill T. Wilson, everyone. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Bill T. Wilson, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, they. I really am very popular here on the Studio Podcast. Now, boys, it, what's that? You're still on the phone? Why? Can't you see I'm not talking to you? Click. Did you just say click? I find it saves time. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bill T, and as you know, I am the most important sponsor of the Three Tuges podcast because I run this place. So, boys, I understand you're in the middle of a show. Yep, we are in the very middle of recording a show. How can I help? So, wait, you you came in here, you you didn't have a, a plan for anything? You just thought they're recording, I'll, I'll waltz in? No, I just thought it... Yeah, I, I figured it would be a good idea as, as the show's main sponsor to pop by and just see how things were going. Uh, a little all-hands-on-deck situation. Ever since Wilson T. busted out of jail earlier today, I, I heard about it, and I have to say our investors are getting a little spooked. This is exactly what Leandry and I were just talking about, Bill T. Oh, really? Is that so? Yes. Uh, you see, Leandry seems to be neglecting the fact that what? if we don't what? keep our sponsors, that's happy, not what I'm then saying. There's not going to be any money that's coming not in, and then there's there's no more. Show, I'm not right? saying All that this, we shouldn't keep the sponsors funding. happy. I'm just saying that the viewers come here for a certain thing. They pay money. Out of their hard-earned paychecks, in order to get the viewers don't pay services. anything. They for do. This pod. They get certain. You know, they they pay with their time, and the people. You just in- said. You just. You, hey, if you think for one second that I'm gonna let you. Just I'm just walk- saying. The the live studio audience 
comes here and they pay for tickets and they want certain things to be provided to them. I think it it is rightfully something that belongs to them. I just don't know how we can trust you to lead this podcast when the words that are coming out of your mouth uh, aren't an accurate portrayal of the thoughts that are in your head. You know, you you, you seem kind of like a a little two-faced, a little bit of a flip-flopper. What, what, are you going to go wind sailing next? Wow. Tank the 2004 election? Wow, wow. Can I just say, Bill T, and and to the audience, I want to be clear that I am here. Say no more. No, I'm going to say much more. There is a lot more to say here, Bill T. Audience, I want you to know, in here and out there, to those listening to the podcast, that I am here as a host, a co-host, and a founder of the Three Tuges podcast. I have experience in producing and editing and hosting this show, and I think that... I, I, oh, 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 so you think based on pedigree alone that you can just waltz in here and dictate all of... Don't you Winklevoss me, all wow, right? Wow, wow. I know exactly what you're trying to pull, and you're not pushing me out, buddy. Okay, y- no. you know what? Audience, I want you to know that I will fight to bring you the programming that you desire. No longer are we going to let the money and the people up top of this podcast control the type of content that we are providing to you. Bill T, I am grateful for all that you have done. Landry is trying to hijack this podcast. He has forgotten that if we don't do this, and you know what? You know what, Landry? You know what, Landry, though? I've I've got some choice things for you. Okay, you ready to start? Yeah. You ready to speak some truth? Yeah. Yeah, here's some truth. Here's some truth. I don't like the headphones that you bought us. I think they fit too snugly around the ears. <sighs> and you skimped and didn't get noise cancellation. Well, you know what, Even Brady, though You don't want noise cancellation because quippy. it doesn't provide the actual accurate sound quality that you want in order to do we it. Don't and need gi- I'm so sorry that the headphones are too snug on your giant head and that you <gasps> My head is not gigantic. It is rather large. That it was proportional to the rest of my body. Oh, well, I guess and your whole body is a little bit too big. Anyway, you know what, Landry? What? I think the three stooges are stupid. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I'm so sorry. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Kylie McNug, Scottish pop star. And if you're like me, you think about one thing when you think about songs of the summer. Scotland. That's right. That great island full of wonder and mystery where it's sunny almost two days a year. And of course, it's home of some of the greatest music you've ever heard. None of the songs on this CD happen to be from Scotland, but that's all right because it's by me, Kylie McNug, Scottish pop star. And this is our compilation, Songs of the Summer. Here's some examples. California girls, we're unforgettable. Dizzy dicks, bikinis, and tip. Sun kiss skin, so hot, will melt your popsicle. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! That's good. Sitting here, eating my heart out, waiting, waiting for some lover to call. Dialed about a thousand numbers lately. Almost rang the phone off the wall Looking for some hot stiff baby this evening I need some hot stiff baby tonight I want some hot stuff baby this evening 
Got to uh, have some hot stuff. Got uh, got to uh, have some love tonight. And we don't do multiple takes on this CD. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. It's hard to look right. And you, baby. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. Hey, Macarena! Now don't you worry about my boyfriend, the, the boy whose name is Vittorino. Ah, I don't want him. I can't stand him. He was no good, so I... What? Now, come on! She said, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town, and his two friends were so... This lady cheated on her boyfriend! Oh, this is another Donna Summer song, I forgot. She was very popular in the summer in the 70s. So, let's dance. The last dance. Yes, let's dance. The last dance. Let's dance. This last dance tonight. Oh, yes, this song is about a prostitute. She worked hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. She works hard for the money, so you better treat her right. And here's another classic. Another very good one. I got my first real six string. I bought it at the five and dime. I played it till my fingers bled, laddie. It was the summer of 69. No, wait, this song is not in English. No, Glenn. Next song, please. Oh, good, it's another it's another Donna Summer song. I know, listen, you're thinking there's a preponderance of Donna Summer on this CD, but it's not called the Songs of the Summer for nothing. And if you go back to the 1970s, she was a toot-toot! Ha! A beep-beep! Well, you didn't tell me it was starting. Ha! A beep-beep! Bad lass. Talking about the sad lass. Sad lass. Talking about bad lass. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. See them out on the street at night. Picking up on kinds of. Oh, white. Oh, no. My phone is ringing. Stop that. D get that phone out of here. Alright. Yeah, back into this. Ask yourself who they are. Who they're, who they are. Oh, this is another song about... Boy, Donna Summer has a lot of songs about prostitutes. What's the deal with her? Why do you think she's got some sort of a back-end deal? Perhaps she's a pimp. Or a... Oh, what do they call them? A madam. Yeah! This is called Kylie McNug's Songs of the Madam. So we can't change the title. Alright, fine. Alright, Glenn, now let's go back and we're gonna record some sound bites, alright? Like I said, one take. Go on down to wherever you're buying your CDs. If you've got a Virgin Mega Records or a Best Buy, uh, uh, sometimes I, I hear they're shutting down iTunes. Why I know they're shutting down iTunes, but I still think they're Virgin Mega Stores. That's another question for another day. Don't ask me now. Alright? Anyway, this CD can be yours for three easy payments of only $59.94. That's right, we toss a four on there, throw you off the scent. Quite a lot of money, but trust me, we did not skimp on quality on this one. Not a bit. Songs of the Summer by Kylie McNeil. Go out and buy it today, you bastard.
Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, Mom, it's it's Bobby, Bobby New Kid, your your son. I I know that I I'm sorry I left home, but I just, I just couldn't take that small town anymore. It was too small, you know. I, you walk from one end of the town to the other, and you've been walking for two minutes. And you know, I just need a place to pace, Mom. I need wide open spaces. I need a place to make a big mistake. You know, I, I just kind of need that experience in my life. And, Mom, I'm, I'm just so sorry, but i, I got to get out of that town, and I'm, I'm going to the big city. I'm going to get there one way or the other. I've got just enough money for a bus ticket, so if I can just make my way through this forest and find the bus station, I'm going to be a big star one day, Mama. I'm going to find that place to pace. So, I love you all right soon. Bye. Click. Why did I say click? Okay. Oh, gosh. It's gonna get dark soon. I didn't bring a tent, though. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to pitch a tent soon. If only I would have brought one with me. Wait, what's... Is that music playing? Those lights? Oh my gosh, a cabin. A set of cabins. Uh, hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Hello. Oh my gosh. Uh, mm, and who might you be? My, my name's... Uh, Rob, I mean, Bobby. Bobby New Kid. Um, I'm from a small town. Probably never heard of it. Oh, a beautiful young person such as yourself. What are you doing wandering about the forest? Uh, well, I'm trying to make it to the big city. I was wondering, is there a bus station around here somewhere? Uh, no bus station for miles. Please come in. Rest your bones. Oh. I wouldn't want you... Pitching a tent all by your lonesome. Oh, well, well, thank you, Miss... Uh, what's your name again? Oh, you don't recognize me, of course. The world has gone to pot. Yes, it's me, famed actress Eartha Kitt. They thought I died, but no, I was living on an island with Tupac and Hitler. And I decided to come back because they never cleaned the dishes in the sink. I, I'm I'm sorry, Miss Kit. Did you start to get a little bit of a like? Was that an Irish or a Scottish accent there that came in a little no. bit? No. When you've traveled the world like I have, young man, you begin to take on the personalities of the people that you have seen. That's true. Anyway, I am Eartha Kit. Please come inside. <laughs> If you said I can rest my bones, I'd be happy to. Ladies and gentlemen, please. What, what, what is this place, Miss Kit? Oh, it's just a group of cabins, people hanging out in the woods, having a good time. Oh, well, I like having a good time. What, what kind of stuff do you do here, Miss Kit? Oh, we have all sorts of activities. Mostly, we lay around and smoke doobies and listen to sitar music. Oh my gosh, I've never done any of that before. Please, Bobby, here, enjoy. Oh my gosh, I guess I'll just have a little. 
my gosh, I feel funny. <laughs> wow, Yes, Bobby. It's made of clothes. Oh, my. Now, Bobby, I'd like to introduce you to our leader. Oh, leader? Please, come back here. Wow, this is such a pretty cabin. <gasps> and who do we have here? Uh, my name's Bobby, Bobby New Kid. I was out looking ah. for a place to pace and uh, stumbled across your, your set of cabins and Miss Kit here welcomed me in. I'll leave you to it. <sighs> Seems like a great place you've got here. Well, we we try, Bobby. So, you seem like you're lost on your own. Let me guess, you're on your way to the big city. Gonna try and make it as a star, right? Well, how did you know that? That's how we all find our way here. Oh, wow. You mean there's, there's others like me? Oh, Bobby. Don't you know? I'm like you. <gasps> wow. But don't worry, Bobby. You're safe now. There's only one rule when you're here. And what's that? Never, ever talk about the Three Stooges. Uh, well, I I've never even heard of the Three Stooges before. What? Uh, Perfect. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, where, where do I go now? Uh, what, what else is there to do? It's, there's so many people to meet. Oh, we'll get you settled soon enough, Bobby. Let me introduce you to my number two. He'll get you everywhere you need. Show you your room. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say room. It's more like a blanket on the ground. Bruce? Oh, uh, hi there, Bobby. It's uh, real nice to meet you. Anyway, why don't you go ahead and uh, come with me? We'll get you set up. <laughs> 